It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Week 17 of the NFL season is here. It kicks off tonight, so it's time to make our picks for every game this weekend today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with The Draft Dude, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're The Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league. On the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL. For a first deposit match up to $100. Joe, week 17. The end is almost here. That light at the end of the tunnel is getting bigger. And uh, the good news is we have clinched above 500 records. Oh, wow. For the pick'em. That was the goal for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I guess if you're not familiar with the Thursday shows or if you're stumbling upon us for the first time, welcome. Uh, Joe gave you the whole spiel, right? But on Thursdays in season, we preview all the games. We make our picks and the show picks against the spread. The show in the summertime, we grade all the rosters. There's a numerical assignment based on the classifications we give the players. It comes up with this roster ranking. We then implement coaching layers, some other layers, and then we have a methodology that we apply to determine what the spread of the game should be based on who's available to play in each of the games. We've done that week over week, year uh, year to date. And Joe, I'm here to tell you that uh, the show, I'll start with the show because I think this is a more impressive figure. 56% against the spread. Killing the show. It. Just, just We did the evaluation. We adjust the rosters based on who's playing. And you plug, you put the two teams against each other and whatever it says, you take that against the spread, and that decides what side of the, the books that you pick on FanDuel. 56% against the spread year-to-date with two 20, weeks 22 and 10 the last two weeks. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's uh, that seems pretty good. Yeah. We're pretty good. It took us to the end of the year to really have our assessments really fall in line, but that's yeah, okay. We've, that's we've already fun. talked about how we can make it better for next year, so we're, yeah. we're doing good. but And, and we will. Uh, you and I, however, we're just doing pick and we don't pick spreads. 
We're separated by a game with two weeks left. Do you feel any pressure? Courtesy, shout out to my Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. For the you and Arthur Smith, you got it done, baby. Got it done last week. Well, uh, I'm, I'm about to, to bounce right back out of Atlanta with who they have this week. So well, always, <laughs> he's not going to get any grace with me this week as they play the Bears. But Am I feeling pressure? I mean, uh, look, I'm going to try to pick the team that I think is going to win the games. And if that results in me having more than you at the end of it, you know, We'll we'll celebrate a little bit, and if not, we'll have to reassess. We'll play them all and see what happens. Play them all, see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> running Joe out of games to play, Kyle Krabs, as you would say yesterday. One Joe Marinoism of the year is play oh, them all and see what dude, happens. Dude, you should you should. So my brother Frank, we watched the Bills games together, and the Bills have not really started a lot of games very well. And the Bills will get down, and my brother will get into the dumps. So I'll be like, let's play the whole game and see what happens, man. He's probably so tired of it. So between me saying that to you and me saying that to him, I, I think I've I maybe exhausted those talking points. But well, it's really true. They keep score the whole time, right? They they do. And and touchdowns. Uh, what was the Pete Carroll clip I sent you? Can you win the game in the first quarter? No. The second quarter. No. The third quarter. No. Can you win the game in the fourth quarter? That's right. You win the game in the fourth quarter. But they, it all counts, though. You know, that's the thing. about. And, it. and touchdowns count the same and field goals count the same the entire yeah. time. There's yeah, no always uh, worth the same no, amount of what's points. What's the, the three-point shooting contest with the last ball? Yeah, there's extra points for that. And you also yeah. can't score nine points on one play. You know what I mean? That's another thing. Some quarterbacks would beg to differ yeah. with how they play sometimes. Yeah. So, but Yep. Little known fact. Let's pick so, these games, man. We did, we did year to date. Yep. We've got 10 billion one o'clock games. Yep. And so I don't know why I put Saturday with the one o'clock slate in yeah, cool. the, the guide yeah. here on the YouTube channel. Yeah. We're going to do Thursday night football and Saturday football and then see where the time's at. Yeah, let's do it. Jets at Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns, one of three teams in the AFC mathematically with a chance. The one seed <laughs> in the AFC led by Joe Flacco right now. Uh, this offense has come alive a little bit, but uh, Joe, I do think one thing that is particularly interesting about this game, you don't love it from a Jets offense perspective against the Browns. Yeah, not at all. But Jets defense against the Browns offense that has turned the ball over nine times in the last four games. There is some opportunities for wild, wacky bounces of the ball in this game. I think you should pick the Jets. I'm not going to to pick the Browns at home, (laughs) but I'm just saying, I do think that is an interesting subplot for this game is for all of the talk of all the yards that Joe Flacco is putting up. Joe Flacco's got seven picks and four starts. There's a path for the Jets. No question. Um, And maybe if it was at MetLife, we could have that conversation, but that Browns defense is different at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything's, right there for Cleveland um, and the Jets I, credit to them for like uh, the strangest game ever against Washington last week and coming back and winning and blowing it and then winning it again. Like all of that's really good, but I, the, the team with everything to lose is the home team on a short week. We're going with the Browns. Right. Yeah. And, and I know better than a pick against you on Thursday night football home team on a short week. So I'm also in line. What if I would have picked the Jets? That would have been something for the won. record. The Browns are favored by seven and a half points. That might be too much. The show has it at five and a half. Yeah. Which means the show is going to be on the Jets to cover seven and a half. And I love that it's over a touchdown. 
right? Because then it's like the, the backdoor possibilities there are wide open for the Jets. So the show is all by its lonesome on Jets covering spread, but you and I think the Browns win the game. Let's go to Saturday, which is a big-time game. Oh, boy. I'm pumped up that this is a standalone game so we can watch it. The Detroit Lions are at Dallas, where the Cowboys are invincible, apparently, because they're favored by six points on the FanDuel books. Yo, so this is tough. Because I've watched Dallas the last two weeks, and I'm not I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed with their operation. Yep. And I understand they're a different team at home, but it's now been a little bit of time since they've been in those friendly confines of AT&T Stadium. I just, I don't know. That offense doesn't, doesn't seem like it's clicking to me. It's, it feels like everything's hard. They've given up production. Obviously, the Bills gashed them in the run game quite a bit. Detroit can certainly do that. I think the second level of that defense is an absolute mess. I think they need Hankins. I think this game being indoors is helpful as well for Detroit. Right, is an offense that historically, or at least with this regime and Jared Goff, has not necessarily traveled as yeah. effectively as what it plays at at home. The X factor to me is the Detroit defense. What does it look like? You know what I mean? That's where I struggle with this game. Can they pitch or can they play decent in this one? Because if so, I think they can win the game. You know what this one's going to be? This is going to be a repeat of the uh, Thursday game with Seattle for Dallas. You know, remember that game, forty-one thirty-five. Yeah, I think this is going to be that kind of game. So I think you should take the over. I don't know what the game totals at, but yeah, it's probably a good over game. Who's going to flinch here first, man? You got a convictions on this one? Okay, so let let's we'll start with this. The show thinks that six points is entirely too high. I agree. The show thinks this is about a coin toss game. So the show has. Detroit covering a six-point spread. If I had to guess which offensive operation I think can have more success against the opposing defense, I think I'm going to pick the Cowboys. I don't love it, and I think it's a legit coin toss game, but if I think about Detroit and how they play and Dallas and defensively and how they play, you don't have a quarterback that's a threat to run. You don't have a lot of explosiveness outside of Jamison Williams in the skill group. So I think they can play man coverage. And does that give you an opportunity to stick an extra hat in the box and try to load the box against the run game as compared to Detroit and their defense trying to match everything that Dallas can do. And I think Dak's playing at a higher level and I'm there at home. So I'm going to pick Dallas to win the game. I'm going to lean into the team that's more desperate. I think it's Dallas. I think they need some momentum. Wow. I thought they're you were at, Detroit. They're at home. I, everything within me wants to pick Detroit. But I can't ignore how good Dallas has been at home. And the fact that I think they're the more desperate team in this game. And the Lions are coming off of a hat and t-shirt game. They won the the North. Like, there you go. Can you see a little letdown here on a on a short week on the road? Yep. All right. I think that's I think that's, that's a, a smart point. play. But I'll be kicking myself if the Lions wind up winning this game, folks. You'll be kicking yourself if you don't check out Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the funnest, most exciting. Oh, 
easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. The format is incredible. It's just you against the numbers. It's not you against thousands of other players, including pros and including Sharks. It's just you against numbers. Here's what you do. You select two or more players. You pick more or less than their projected stats. You place your entry. That's it. Doesn't take long. Picks can be made in under a minute. And then when you win, the withdrawals are super, super quick. I love all these sports right now. And they're more exciting when you have an entry going into games. You can mix and match. You can pick some NFL stuff. You can mix it with NBA, NHL, college sports. It's all there for you. So go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So the next game on our slate, Joe, is the Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. Sounds like C.J. Stroud's going to be back for this game, which is a big boost for Houston. Desperately mm-hmm. needed it. Mm-hmm. Houston's favored by four and a half points at home, according to FanDuel. The show has this spread at five points in favor of Houston. So the show has Houston covering the four and a half point spread. I haven't quite decided what I'm picking yet, but I would like to offer you a take. Okay. My take is Tennessee is going to ruin somebody's season in the AFC South. They finish at Houston and Jacksonville. Probably so. They're going to get somebody. Uh, I know who I'm picking in this game. Okay. Be my guest. I'm picking Houston. Um, And here's why. I think their run defense has really been terrific lately. They've held... Their last three opponents under 80 rushing yards. They've held four of their last five under 82 rushing yards. I I think that's going to be important against Tennessee, where if you can try to make them one-dimensional, we know Houston with C.J. Stroud can score points. I think that winds up happening. Um, And the only thing that concerns me, if a C.J. Stroud comes back and tries to make up for lost production, right, like just not playing a smart football game, that that concerns me a lot. But I think they have the path to making Tennessee – one-dimensional, and I think that's going to help them a ton. Give me Houston at home. Okay. I'll make it interesting. I'll go Tennessee. All right, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. We've talked about Houston being a young team. Um, uh, I don't necessarily, and I know that there's been some instances, including the last time when these two teams played uh, just the other week, where Houston won in overtime at Tennessee without C.J. Stroud. Houston had some success running the football, but I think the reliability of Houston's rushing offense is a little suspect. I think um, they are still banged up in a lot of phases. And I think Tennessee uh, getting tagged the way that they did at the end of the game last time can be a nice little motivating factor. So uh, give me the Tennessee Titans to defeat the Houston Texans. Fun. All right. I will not be deviating off of the script here with this one. We already teased this game, and I think you're on on board with me. Uh, Chicago is hosting Atlanta, and the Bears are hot. The Falcons are Jekyll and Hyde. The books have it at Chicago minus three. The show actually likes Atlanta, not just to cover the spread, but actually outright. So the show has Atlanta covering three-point spread, getting three points. I am picking the Bears to win the game, though. This game was in Atlanta. I'd pick Atlanta. But Dome team going to Chicago in late December? Don't like that. Give me the Bears. All right. 
We'll keep it moving since there's 15 billion one o'clock games. Miami, warm weather team, speaking of weather and traveling, goes to Baltimore with the one seed in the AFC on the line. Baltimore favored by three and a half points. This is a game that I'm picking the home team. If this game was in Miami, I would pick Miami to win it. I like Baltimore at home. Uh, I think defensively they have the speed and physicality needed to give them a chance against the most explosive offense in the NFL. And uh, Miami's defense is humming. I talked about that at some point this week on this show. And I think that's huge for them. But I think Baltimore in kind of their ability to control with their run game a little bit, and, and of course what that means with Lamar Jackson, I, I think they have enough in this one. Miami has what it takes to win this game. If they were at home, I'd pick them. I like the home team. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm with you in picking the Ravens to win the game. Um, I think the pathway is clear for Miami for how they would win the game. Uh, they've done really well in December. They've won turnover offensively in December, so that's a huge boost for them. That has to continue against Baltimore. You saw what it looked like on Monday Night Football. If you give them short fields and turn the ball over a bunch, it's going to get ugly really quick. Yeah. Um, the show has this as a coin toss game. It has Baltimore favored or excuse me, Miami technically favored by a half a point. So it's a coin toss game for the show. So they're taking Miami to cover three and a half. And I could see this being 23, 20. I could see this be 2017. I think it's another low scoring game. I said the same thing about dolphins Cowboys. And sure enough, that was 22, 20 and a kick at the end of the game decided it. I see this game being very similar to that. Yeah. And Baltimore at home. Um, I, I have that, that said, I do think there's some, um, potential letdown opportunities with Baltimore being on a short week and coming back from a West coast travel trip. And, um, Miami, I think is a more desperate team coming in with them Mm -hmm. having more on the line for this game specifically, other than just clinching home field advantage. Miami's looking at, Hey, this is a clinching a division scenario and making sure we're getting home playoff games. That's kind of already in the in the works for Baltimore. I know that technically Cleveland's still mathematically eligible, but I think hey, it's the, all right there for Miami. The low scoring component may help Miami. I mean, the two they they did it last week, right? They won that kind of did the right things situationally at the end of the game to win and, and preserve right. it. But also like Tua's got a couple of game winning drives this year. You know how many Lamar Jackson has? Zero. I'm assuming I'm assuming zero based off the zero. way that up. Yeah, zero. So We'll see. I think I think Baltimore would love to put Miami in chase mode, but then, I mean, Miami in chase mode, they they can do that too, man. They can rip off points right. as Baltimore knows, and and they've of course done that this year. The Bills or the the Dolphins have had their games this year where they got down a little bit, and then the next thing you know, you blink and they rip off touchdowns, and that's that's the thing about Miami. They're built to win, you know, build leads or build to come from behind. They can play defense or a dangerous team. I'm not the. I, they got a path. I just think the 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 home team, the defense, obviously with Baltimore, it's easy to lean into the home team yeah. with a good defense, and it's what it comes down to. Yeah. 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 All right. So Tampa is hosting the New Orleans Saints, a pivotal NFC South contest. Uh, Tampa favored by two and a half points at home. The show thinks that's too low. So do I personally. The show has it at Tampa minus four and a half. So the show is on Tampa to uh, cover the two and a half point spread. I am on Tampa to win the game. Oh. Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, this is crazy. Tampa. So, uh, Bucks playing hot right now. Saints 
another Jekyll and Hyde team, bad coaching. Derek Carr hasn't clicked. Yeah, there's enough there. Uh, Bills hosting the Patriots. Joe, Bills opportunity to clinch a playoff berth with a win. Make it very easy for themselves. Win, take care of that. Um, Obviously, there's a motivation factor for revenge for the Patriots winning earlier in the season. So I think there's a lot of motivation for the Bills' perspective. Uh, the spread is 13 and a half points, though. Yeah, di- different teams from when they played in week seven. Uh, New England, after a two and 10 start, they're two and two in their last four to one, two of their last three. Defense is humming, but it's a Bills team that, that's got to have it. They're at home. They've been really good at home. I think the Bills win. I also think the Bills win. The show has the spread at the same as the sports books, 13 and a half, which means the show is on Buffalo to cover the spread. Uh, my confidence level in that, though, I would not be surprised if it's a 10-point game just unless Buffalo hits some explosives in the run game and it's able yeah. to, to, to kind of get some fast scores. I'd agree. Uh, let's get one more here in this block, Joe. Eagles, Cardinals. Uh, pick them game, Eagles at home. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the show, uh, the spread on FanDuel is 10.5 points. The show has that comfortably larger than 10.5 points. So the show has, and even amidst Philly struggles, so the show has the Eagles to cover the 10.5-point spread in the John and Gan- Jonathan Gannon revenge game. We're both on the Eagles to win the game, so we are all in on the Eagles on this show. We got, uh, what, four more 1 o'clock games, three 4 o'clock games in the Sunday night game that we got to get to next, Joe. Yeah, so stick with us. Plenty more to pick, but folks, when you're hiring for your small business, you want to be certain that you have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview, and that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. And look, LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. And hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Well, thankfully, with LinkedIn, The process is intuitive, quick, and easy, and they even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process that much easier and that much quicker. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Our next game, the Jacksonville Jaguars trying to stop the slide, the skid. They're hosting the Carolina Panthers, currently the worst record in football. Uh, Jacksonville favored by six and a half points, which I think is telling that, uh, the worst team in football is coming to town and you're favored by less than a touchdown. So as far as the state of affairs with Jacksonville right now, uh, that said the show likes Jacksonville to cover the six and a half point spread uh, by a comfortable margin. Critical game here. You think about these two teams coming into the league the same year, right? Uh, 96, their first season in the league. Kyle, they played seven times. The Panthers have the edge four wins to three. Including including the last three and four of the last five. So the Panthers are on a heater against Jacksonville. Doesn't matter. Jacksonville wins this game out. Wow. All that to yeah. turn the other cheek. I agree with you. I don't think there's any way Jacksonville, in spite of how bad it's been, drops this one. I think they pull this one out, take care of business. Wouldn't surprise me though. Wouldn't surprise me. It like would if, surprise me. It would surprise dude, me. If the Jags <laughs> go down in this one. Goodbye, right? Like they're not, they're not going. They right. still might, like a seven seed might still happen, but you probably look at the Colts, which we're going to get to here in a second, and feel pretty good about them winning that division. Well, Colts next. They're at home, favored by three and a half points against the Raiders. 
Raiders, funnest team in football for me right now. That's a fun team. They um, Imagine you saying that in week 17, that the Raiders are a fun team. Antonio Pierce's dudes are playing hard. What a pickup Jack Jones has been. Obviously, talent's never been the question there. We'll see about the sustainability of that fit, but they're balling out a little bit. They're making this thing interesting. This time, this team might finish second in the AFC West. I think a lot of what you just said you can apply to the Colts, right? Like new coaching staff, backup quarterback, um, maybe not the, 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 the roster top to bottom that you would think is in contention to win this division, but like, they're kind of doing their thing as well. I know that uh, they've had some ugly losses here lately to the Falcons and the Bengals, but uh, you know it's, it's kind of a couple of teams that have overachieved, in my opinion, this year. And and what Aiden could they won that game against the Chiefs? Aiden O'Connell didn't score or didn't complete a pass for three quarters. He's like oh for ten <laughs> second. Dude, forty eight passing yards and won the game against the Chiefs. What in the world, right? Uh, Raiders defense is for seven turnovers the last two weeks. I think the Raiders win the game, Joe. Ooh, give me the Colts at home. Give me the Colts at home. That's, that's not cost me at all, especially last week, believing into the Colts, but, uh, we're going down with them again. I think, I think them being at home in this game matters and I think they can run the ball a little bit. We'll see. I'm not, I don't feel great about it, but. They've gone over uh they've gone over 100 yards rushing twice in the last 7 games. That was this that was the disappointing thing about last week. I think they I think they get it together this week. Okay, we'll find out. Looking forward to it. Uh the show has the Colts covering three and a half point spread. So, I'm all by my lonesome. The Rams on the road against the Terod Taylor New York Giants. Yep. Doesn't matter who's playing quarterback for the Giants. Picking the Rams. See the way Matthew Stafford's playing quarterback for the Rams? I think that's that's the thing here. Crazy good. And that Giants defense has found no consistency. Spoiler, Giants fans, come back later on today. Got another episode. We're going to talk all about your football team. Um, I hate that road dynamics here, for sure. I just feel like the Rams are... The way Stafford played last week gives me a lot of confidence. And he, Stafford even played balls out against the uh, the Ravens, too. He's ripping it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the show likes the Rams to cover the five and a half point spread on the road. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers looking to get back on the horse against the Washington Commanders. Uh, that spread is 12 and a half points. The show likes them to cover that comfortably, regardless if if uh, Ron with two games left in his tenure as the head coach is making quarterback change to Jacoby Brissett or not. Niners. Niners. By a lot. Which takes us in the NFC West on the other side of the country. The Seahawks at home hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers clinging on to the life preserver of AFC playoff eligibility. Need this one desperately. The Mike Tomlin uh, legacy of winning records in Pittsburgh desperately needs this dub as well. I, no, if they don't get it, like it's still the, an unbelievable stretch of not having a losing record. So, like, yes, it is. But yeah, of course, you never want to see something like that. And guy, I like Seattle at home, man. Uh, Cross country trip. Seattle's found themselves a little bit lately. Um, I mean, you go back to that Pittsburgh game and Mason Rudolph and the spark that they gave. I mean, some big plays to George Pickens were was really the difference. And I feel like 
Seattle can potentially match up a little bit better. Uh, I like them at home. Give me the Hawks. Yeah. At the end of the day, what was different for Pittsburgh other than Mason being willing to throw some of those shots down the field and actually accurately putting them in George Pickens's area of vicinity to make the play on the ball. Yeah. Right. I still, still think there's concerns about the viability of the offense. I don't think you're going to have the same vertical passing success on a weekly basis as what you did against Cincinnati with what their corner and secondary situations look like this year, which has been one of the sore spots for that team. Uh, I'm with you. I think Seattle takes care of business. The show likes Seattle to cover the three and a half point spread. So we're all in on Seattle on the show. Yep. Uh, the chiefs, man, what a weird line this game is. What a weird game in general, just based on what Kansas city looks like right now. Chiefs at home against the Bengals favored by a touchdown. Joe, this is one of the four o'clock. We're into the four o'clock games as of the Seattle game. I like the chiefs at home. Um, Jake Browning, I think the the dust fell off a little bit, uh, turned into kind of who I thought Jake Browning would be in the NFL. Fox truck midnight week came back to a pumpkin. It did, and the Chiefs defense is good. Um, and I, I I just think that's a bad matchup for for Browning. Um, Mahomes at home. What is the status of Jamar Chase, who didn't play last week? He could be he could be healthy as can be, and I'm still picking the Chiefs. But worked Jamar Chase worked on the side rehab field, and Cam Taylor Britt took part in practice. It was helpful. I'll pick the Chiefs. Um, can I see this being a weird game? Yeah, the Chiefs are, are coming off a weird game with what they just played against the Raiders. So obviously they scored two defensive touchdowns in seven seconds. That's going to win you the football game. They yeah. won by six points. So I get it. Uh, Kansas City's got to get themselves together. They play the Chargers next week. They have an opportunity to to lock in a what they'd be a top three seed no matter what if they run the table right because it, they'd be the two or the three depending on what happens in the AFC East. Yep. So I think they win. Uh, the show likes them to to cover the seven point spread. This is one of those games I do just look at it with an eyebrow up, though. And I'm curious with Cincinnati because of how well they had played before last week. Did the clock really strike midnight or was last week an aberration where Murphy's Law, everything that could go wrong? Brother, if Mahomes lose back-to-back weeks at Arrowhead to Aiden O'Connell and Jake Browning, <laughs> it, can't, it just can't happen, dude. I don't care right. who the receivers right. are. Right. I don't care. You're right. You're right. Uh, Denver, with speaking of quarterback changes, Jarrett Stidham behind center uh, hosting the LA chargers with Easton stick and company coming to town. Uh, the spread is three and a half. The show likes the chargers to cover the spread with the quarterback change. I would not be surprised if the chargers won outright. I agree. Cause um, for as bad as Russell Wilson is he better than Jarrett Stidham. This is an economic decision for Denver more than anything else. And the Chargers, I mean, gave the Bills all they could handle on Saturday night, you know, with with Giff Smith as the interim head coach and all the players they were missing. Um, familiar opponent, right? These yep. guys know each other. I think that helps. But I I just don't love the idea of Jarrett Stidham in his first start under these circumstances against a Chargers team that is they're not they're not shriveling up man they're not going to they're going to come out and compete um 
And I think like you have mixed messaging. You have a Chargers team that is ready to, you know, do everything they can to win football games and Denver just bends your starting quarterback. Right. You know what I mean? Like, come right. on, we got different we have different things going on here. I'm picking the Chargers on the road to win this but, game. And the Broncos doing this while still mathematically being yeah, they're alive. Postseason. They're alive. Yeah. Insane. We don't, to me. Think, we don't think so after this week, though. Because we're we're all in on the chart. Yeah, we'll leave you growl it up next week for Denver. Yeah, uh, that'll be fine. Uh, talk about the dead cap situation that the, the Broncos are going to be facing here with that decision coming up. So that, that won't be a part of the leave your grail conversation. That'll be part of the uh, key decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Element. Uh, the last game, Sunday night football, the Packers visiting the Vikings, Joe Vikings at home favored by two. No Jerry Alexander. Uh, presume he won't let himself onto the, the field for the coin toss in this one as well, because he brother suspended the weirdest thing I've ever seen in an NFL game. <laughs> and then the way he acted afterwards is even more weird to me. Right. Just, yeah. And then the coaches were like, yeah, okay. No, this ain't going to fly, buddy. <laughs> I like the Vikings at home. Oh, the Packers, boy. I want to like the Packers. I was ready to get on board about, what, a month ago. They just haven't, they just haven't clicked. And I think Minnesota uh, can get the job done. They, they gave Detroit everything they could handle. Last week with the six-point margin of victory for Detroit in that clinching scenario, I think the Vikings still have the, the playoffs out in front of them. Give me the Vikings at home. Boy, oh boy, do I hate this game. Yeah, I have no confidence in this game, but it's – which team do I trust the the most in spite of not trusting either one? Nick Mullins? Maybe? I don't know, man. I think part of my process here is I just don't want to be different than you on this game. Like that's my entire process. I'm picking the same team that you are, the Vikings. At home. Sure. Okay. Lock it in. That is our week 17 preview. Hope you guys enjoyed. I'm Kyle Krabs. He's Joe Marino. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We appreciate you guys checking out the show. Joe already teased it. Doubleheader today. Levy Grail, New York Giants, coming up next. Looking forward to it. So come on back. You can find us again on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. That's going to do it for us on this episode of Locked on NFL Scout. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.